Eric, under the circumstances, I wouldn't mind if we just went home. In retrospect, it seems like a pretty bad idea driving out. It's been one disaster after another. Yeah, it's been a real drag, Dad. Maybe we can try it some other time. Wally World's overrated anyway. What do you think? I think you're all in the head. We're ten hours from the fun park and you want to bail out. Well, I'll tell you something. This is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. Welcome to episode 68 of Tell Me Where to Turn, here at the updated and upgraded studios that were mentioned in episode 67. One episode away. <laughs> we going to do something special for it? We're, well, separate, <laughs> separately, probably not in the same room. I don't know. Now that we've got this mixer, I'm feeling closer than ever to you guys. Man, I'm really distracted. I just saw a tweet from Gustav that references ponchos flautas i'm super hungry right now yeah so what's what's going on here so you come over here and then you ask me like hey do you have any pizzas <laughs> what does that even mean i don't know maybe you just got like some leftover pizza like oh around. yes let me look oh here's a whole pizza i didn't know i had i tell you i would you know what can ruin your weekend diarrhea taking down a large beef and jalapeno pizza from papa john's in one night That'll that'll ruin your Saturday morning. Does make you feeling a little sluggish? Um, you don't watch Game of Thrones, do you? No. Okay, but Dave watches Game of Thrones. Go ahead, right? Glenn. I'm with you. Okay, so the first time we ever saw the dragon just fire, just with fire, just <laughs> mow down an entire fleet of. This is troops. why I don't watch the show because it has a dragon in it. That's what my last Saturday morning was after I had a large beef and jalapeno. Mm. Just a <laughs> wall of fire. It's funny because I was at the uh, I was at the hair salon tonight. Good God! Thanks for noticing, by the way. You the you, hair salon. I was hoping oh, you were gonna. Why walk do you in here. Why do you refer to sport clips as the hair salon? Oh no. I, Glenn, it place, would stun a mastodon if you knew what he spent on that effeminate haircut of his. Yeah, you could probably you could probably get six months worth of sports clips for one of my haircuts, and that's conservative. You're being overcharged for what you're getting. But the uh, the young woman that cuts my hair was relaying a similar incident that her uh, her husband had encountered with a eating an entire pizza in one night. So this is very ironic that two people have said that to me. But she. Uh, Dave, what, kind of, what kind of pizza did he have? Well, Dave, contain your disdain, but she's vegan. Oh, man. And she'd been convincing her husband to go vegan with her, so she'd been um, feeding him a diet of strictly vegan di- uh, dinners and sending him to work with vegan lunches. And she was uh, out late um, one day last week, and he ordered a large Papa John's pepperoni pizza 
consumed the entire thing and his body had, I guess, somewhat adjusted to being a vegan. So he paid the ultimate price. Like a upside down volcano. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Like if we were going to count and we started with one and then we got to two and then we got to number three, we could just stop counting at number three. He needs to be pulling the bit where uh, before he gets home for his vegan dinner that he stops by Bueno and gets a nice three to six pack of tacos and then just puts the trash in it's like a, a public m- trash a can. A muchaco and... He just puts the trash in the can of like the people that live down the street and then gets home and is like, oh man, this looks great. I love quinoa. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show, uh, The Biggest Loser? Uh, my wife was a big fan of that show. This is like a lot of the people when they were telling their backstories involved like, yeah, I'm driving home from work and I just run through and eat four Whoppers on the way home for dinner. It's just, it's just kind of how they roll. No one should ever eat a Whopper just because it's such a terrible burger. Oh, we've covered that. Yeah. You only go to Burger King if you have (laughs) diarrhea and you need to get rid of it. Or want it really bad. (laughs) Or you're one of those weird people that just cannot live without it. That's the only reason you go there. Hey, do we introduce ourselves? Uh, No. we We introduced the show. But the show's Twitter is at where to turn pod. And you can find me at Glenn three underscore eleven, and you can find me on Twitter at Tommy two underscore zero, and you can find me at Point Break underscore Dave. So, uh, gentlemen, I was on my drive down to Austin this time. I was listening to a podcast. Oh, really? Interesting. And surprisingly, even though it's like my twentieth favorite podcast, I was listening to this one. Hmm. And specifically, a certain uh, part of this podcast caught my attention so much that I almost veered off off the road and died in a fiery crash. (laughs) And if that had happened and they were going through the wreckage, they would have found that I was listening to episode 49, specifically just past the 14-minute mark. And I believe this was recorded seven, eight months ago. The uh, I've got it pulled up here. The date of the episode was June twenty third, so, so it was yeah, middle of the why summer. Don't you hit play here and let's see what you uh, you two guys were talking about on June twenty third. All right, let's take a little trip down uh, memory lane. Distance fly. There we go. Do you know that the city of Houston has gay pride crosswalks now? <laughs> what, what, what does that even mean? It means the crosswalk is, like, painted like a rainbow. And that's why it's painted like a rainbow? Yeah. It's not to honor um, God's promise not to ever flood the earth again? That would be weird. <laughs> Let me assure you. Just now, they're like, hey. They have, a lot, of, time they have we... a lot of minor flooding in Houston, so just If God gets the opportunity to flood Houston, Uh-oh. he's going to flood Houston. <laughs> and you're going to help him paint the lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And when it's all over, I'm going to put down those little lanes they put in Olympic swimming pools <laughs> to you use see, that place for you're gonna, something you're, you're good. You're going to pl- pl- plug in the Polaris. <laughs> okay, Glenn, what do you have to say for yourself? First off, that establishes my respect for diversity. 
the beginning of that clip. And the other part is... Uh, you were laughing so hard when you said gay pride sidewalks that nobody could take that as a sincere no, attempt that, to applaud their diversity. Somebody had shown me a, a funny meme at the time, coincidentally. It just happened right as you were yeah. saying gay pride sidewalks. Yeah, I think the wife... You was, were laughing about something totally different. Yeah, the wife was walking through with a funny funny meme or something. And uh, otherwise, it pretty much establishes me as a prophet. It does. So take that, Houston. Don't. Hey, you just know what? Doubling down. <laughs> Seriously, I was kind of hoping for a little more contrition here, and you're you. Here, here's what happened with Houston. You've taken the stack of chips, put it next to your other stack of chips, and made the motion like, "I'll take one more card. I only need one more." Flooded the entire city. People lost their livelihoods and their homes. City got a World Series. I think it's advantage push. <laughs> Advantage push. Does he make any sense? Those are my thoughts. So did you go down there and install the swim lanes? <laughs> no. You know me well enough that if that was going to be done, I would have outsourced that, just written a check. <laughs> just went to swimlane.com. <laughs> said, just send me some pics. Swim lanes to- RS and sent them some. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn just- wasn't driving down the highway. Passing trucks filled with bottled waters in the bed. With the, he's got his truck bed filled with the lane buoys. <laughs> I have like three guys. They're riding with me in those like swim caps, just ready to <laughs> jump off the front of the truck. Just ride in, just swim across the uh, Sugarland area. So, but seriously, the waters receded, and we're all fine now. I mean, a lot of people were screwed because they didn't have flood insurance and they didn't read read the fine print and they were put in an impossible position. Not told their houses were built in floodplains, but other than that... But George Springer, man. F&A. Darvish was tipping his pitches. Did you read that? Oh, yeah. I didn't read it. I just saw the headline repeatedly. Speaking of headlines, completely unrelated. Otani needs Tommy John. Now, (laughs) did you see the headline today about... Tony Stewart racing in New Zealand and being involved in, I forgot how it was described, like a terrifying crash. Well, I knew he was there with his new wife or fiance. Fiance. Yeah. You know what? Surprisingly, she's hot. Can you believe that? I'm shocked. I can't believe a guy who's probably worth like $20 million. A guy who owns his own race team, NASCAR race team. Do you think 20 million's low for net worth? Easily low for him, yeah. 50? At least, yeah. Man. Oh, so anyway, so I check this out. I'm like... Terrifying crash. Sign I mean, me up. This has got to be like he loses a leg. Three of the other drivers end up face down on the track. <laughs> no, he, he like does a hat. Is in New Zealand. So it was upside down? <laughs> you know, they didn't, they didn't run Did the opposite. Did he fall down way. off the track? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't run the opposite way either. You know, they race horses the opposite way in Australia. They really do. Yeah. Okay. No, I knew that. Well, just making sure. Um, no, it was it was the most underwhelming thing I've seen in I don't know how long. Since I looked at my bank statement, <laughs> like since, he, he runs since into day, the wall. Since day, Daytona two thousand one. <laughs> oh man, uh, he runs into the wall and like barely flips over where he's upside down, and that's it. You weren't terrified. No, I was not terrified at all. I was like, I saw worse things than that this year in Crandall. <laughs> not in New Zealand. That's just a sports story I had for you. 
So is is New Zealand the Crandall of the Southern Hemisphere? I think New Zealand is a pretty good place to go. It actually is a pretty great place. I understand. Uh, not meaning to brag, but I have a friend that uh, grew up in New Zealand. Does he play rugby? No, but he has an awesome accent. Could you do an impression of him? <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> oh man, spot it's like on. He's here. <laughs> he's, he's German. <laughs> so speaking of that guy, um, he works on my uh, my team. He 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 works with me, transforming uh, transforming our industry. Be very vague there intentionally, but yeah. but um, no. So so I um, through the old holiday get together for my team yesterday. Have you ever had to do that? Um. Like the the team Christmas outing, where you take your whole team out for uh, for the holidays, you know, do something fun. Yeah, no, we've done that before. Yeah. So the the company that I work for doesn't um, fund such things. You got to fund this out of your own. Um, it's dumb. Yeah. So you went to Arby's. Yeah, yeah. We we um we got some baconators. You don't get a baconator at Arby's. Oh, um, is it the B- big bacon beef and cheddar big yes. bacon classic arby's is in the same tier with long john silvers is that it's phenomenal but you only go there <laughs> once a year because you completely hate yourself after you yeah. go but you have to go once a year because while you're there you're like this is so great and then and then you just got like the death grip on the american standard <laughs> later that night <laughs> Just crying. <laughs> All right. Rummaging through the cabinet looking for soap that washes off shame. Screaming, oh, God, why? <laughs> All right. I'm going to take a sidebar from my holiday party. I'll get back to there in a minute. But when you said uh, we are talking about what they do or don't have at Arby's, I had the worst lunch today I've ever had. Ever. Okay. And it was at a really nice restaurant. Red Lobster. Olive Garden. You ever been there? <laughs> Free bread. Unlimited breadsticks and yeah. salad. No, my so I I took my team um what is today? Is today Wednesday? I don't know. Yeah. I think something. Today, for some people them, today is Wednesday, but actually today is Tuesday. <laughs> today is your today is your Tuesday? I took my team on Tuesday to our holiday event, which I'll get back to in a second. I, I went, like to think that every day is my Sunday. The day after your birthday wasn't your Sunday, pal. <laughs> yeah. My uh, my boss took us to a really nice... We went down to Sundance Square. Lovely area. Pretty great little... Every time I'm down there, I'm like, why don't I just live in Fort Worth? That's it's a, so great down there. It's a pretty good square. Pretty good little square. Live close to Colonial? Yeah. I know a guy. Yeah, I know a guy too. That's right. I know a guy. I, I could get the secret handshake. Oh, yeah. We went to a restaurant down there. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and take the risk that they won't sue us. This is the name of the restaurant, Bird, with a Y or an I. B I R D Bird. Okay. So if you go to a restaurant called Bird, what would you probably order there if you had a choice? Cheeseburger with ranch on the side. It's like you were talking and you sat, but it was like Dave took over your voice. I don't right. understand. Dave, what would you get? I would get the quail. Mm. Medium rare. 
You'd get chicken. Yeah, I was going to say, I would get You'd a nice get chicken. I'd get a nice grilled chicken. Tell you what, sometimes doing a show with you two guys with some french fries. It's good french fries. And a Dr. Pepper. So I'm looking through the menu and they've got the bacon cheeseburger, they've got the cheeseburger, they've got the steak frites, and then they have the chicken burger. Chicken burger. And I'm like reading the description and it says chicken, bacon, cheese, um, it's actually um, goat cheese. Hey, I'm a fan. Is there a difference between a chicken burger and a chicken sandwich? If you'd asked me that question before I ordered it, I would have said no. So why was this different? This literally was a chicken burger. It was the chicken was ground up to the consistency of ground beef. So when it came out, I looked at this thing and I thought, this is a really weird color. It's all grainy. And it's gray. Gray. And it was the, it was, the taste was really funky and the texture. And it was just, it was just revolting. I had like two bites and I felt horrible because my boss had bought lunch for the the team and this is this is a like a $19 sandwich and you're not the guy that'll send something back right no and i'm not the guy that's going to be a jerk like if i'd have been paying for myself i would have i might have said look i can't eat this bring me something else even if i had to pay for it but i'm on my boss's dime and i and i but i can't eat it it's so bad well I, my boss had ordered the same thing in fact she ordered right after i did and she goes oh that sounds awesome i'll get that too well she we're, loved it. No, we're talking. And oh. then I noticed like she's taking one bite of her chicken burger. Is she doing the bite and then putting the napkin over her face <laughs> and just stuffing the napkin down in her pocket? So hold on, Tommy, they, did you go with your usual move of immediately throwing the sandwich on the ground and spitting <laughs> the bite out? I actually told that story at lunch today. Funny you should mention that. What a great moment. What a great moment in all of our lives. So my boss asked later during the meal, she said, well, how's everybody's, how's everybody's meal? And there's like six of us there and everybody's like, great. And then she goes, well, I got to be honest with you, not really feeling the chicken burger. And then I was like, yeah, I'm not really either. So we ended up having solidarity on the fact that we ordered the worst lunch ever. But yeah, don't order a chicken burger at Bird. No, I don't think I would do that anymore. Anyway. if Mike Hernandez has ever been to Bird. Mike, if you listen to this, Man. tweet us. Let us know if you've ever been to Bird. Talk about a connoisseur of food. That guy is. I bet he's been to Bird. I bet he has. I'd like to hear from old Mike. I bet he so had you know the what sense I, not to get a chicken burger when he went, too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's not getting that. I mean, if the restaurant was called Beef, I would have got a hamburger. Or if it was called Cow. <laughs> just saying. So so my team event, Tuesday, I took him bowling. How about that? It's nice. Is this one of those high-end... It was, yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't like the. It wasn't like the. Um, wasn't three hundred. No, it was. It was more like a. Um, I've been there. Like a main event type place, so it was. It was. Um, it was nice, but it wasn't. It wasn't boutique. It, there, there was a ton of lanes. There was, I think, thirty or forty lanes. We were the only people there on a uh, Tuesday afternoon. Not bad. But yeah, I sprung sprung for buying a nice bowling outing for the whole team, and then. Uh, Went on to... Uh, What'd you roll? 164. It's pretty good. That is good. Pretty good little roll. But the New Zealand guy rolled 165. And that brings us back to why I'm telling the story. Oh, okay. I got beat by one pin by the New Zealand guy. What's the best game you've ever bowled before? High, high score. 208. Really? Yep. I bowled at 182 when I was like 10 years old. 
and I've never beaten that score since then. They thought you were a prodigy. I may have been 12. It's in that range. I may have had the bumpers. No, there was no bumpers. It was in Greenville, Texas. It's in Greenville, so it's a pretty beaten down bowling alley. Regulation size. We may have been stabbed on the way out, but a 182. And here, almost 30 years later, I have yet to achieve that ever again. Well, the... Funny side note to this whole story is it's another guy on my team and the guy who really advocated for the bowling outing. His father is a professional bowler. That is how he makes his way in this world. He is on the professional bowling tour, or was. He's retired now. But this guy, his whole life growing up, his dad was on the circuit. He traveled as, the, as a professional bowler. Do you know what that means? That means probably no less than 50 times I've been at a restaurant pointed to him on the screen and be like, hey, can we change that to something else? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this line of the the decade. Just when we want to kick him off. He goes and saves it with a solo. He pulls us back in. But this guy showed up to team holiday bowling with two bowling balls, not one, his own shoes, his own towel, and got out bowled by four people there. Oh, no. And was devastated and was saying things I've never heard said at a bowling party before, like, this lane is too oiled. If this lane was drier, then X would be happening. I'd be, you know, my ball would be biting or whatever you do in bowling. But this guy... Sounds like somebody could get him called into HR. (laughs) This guy was on the struggle bus and was getting mad at the holiday party because things weren't going his way. And, and we've got me and three other guys basically just throwing the straight ball. Yeah, right. <laughs> right down the pipe, just exploding strikes left and right. And he's throwing the like hammer hook down there, but he can't, he can't hit the pocket anywhere close. It was great. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys want to read the uh, quick news story I just uh, texted both of you? Sure. Sure, why not? Mainly, and it's going to be annoying because you have to like hit the read more button to get the full, full That's story. That's okay. I see the headline, and I am somewhat familiar with this story already. All right, well, I want, I want Glenn to read the beginning, and then there's two other sections I want Glenn to read. Hold on. We're, we're loading up here. You may have to do it on my phone because I'm on the Wi-Fi. That's all right. You just want the headline? No, just read like the first sentence. Just so everyone knows what we're talking about. The first sentence says a daredevil climber was attempting to scale a 62-story skyscraper. Oh, son of a... Hold on. In China... Oh, dear. Count the red flags. <laughs> when, he pl- when he plunged... Oh, my God, what's happening? When he plunged to his death, according to media reports. So... Could be fake news. Not completely... So we have China plunged in death. <laughs> All things that you never want anywhere near your name. So the second part I want you to read, Glenn, if you scroll down, there's a picture of him in like a black hoodie. Okay. Read, read the next little short paragraph under that picture. Okay. The daredevil was reportedly attempting to claim 11200 for a clip promoting an unnamed sponsor. Citing police... The Sun reports that Wu fell about 45 feet onto a terrace and died of fatal injuries either during or shortly after the accident. 
So $11,000. What would it take for either of you to scale a 62-story building? And like hang off the side? Yeah, like do all the nutty stuff this guy, our good, Dude, I- our former friend Wu was doing. I wouldn't even walk and look out the window on the 62nd floor, much less do anything that would put me in danger. I'm terrified of heights. I, there's just no there's just no amount of money because if one thing goes wrong, you're gone. Yeah, I, I, there is no amount of money to do. Like I'm looking at the pictures in this article, <clears throat> like the selfies that he takes, just hanging off the edge of... In- I mean, this is ridiculous. Pictures are making my palms sweaty just looking at them. And doesn't stuff, stunts like this, usually, even if you're successful, there's usually police waiting for you? It just seems like 11,000 isn't anywhere near enough. Well, um, but $11,000 is like 10 million in Chinese, right? Do they have, what's their uh, currency there? Yen? No. That's Japan. That's Japan. Isn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's... What is it in China? I don't know, don't but... Don't say it. Don't say it. I know you're thinking about it. No. Uh, don't say it. I know. I really don't know what it is. I know there's at least one listener right now who's just screaming at his smartphone. Somebody's got to know this. I'm looking but it up. Here's the last thing I want Glenn to read. So if you scroll down to the bottom. Oh, so, wow. So I, I, it's I, really strange. I've, I gotta I, I've never read, heard this. Read more. There's one last, the very last sentence of the article. It starts with, Woo, a f- former movie stuntman. Read that sentence because that cracked me up. Hey, look here, Tommy. There's August Ames. She, she hung herself. Oh. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, Wu, a former movie stuntman, well, obviously, I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory at this point, had more than, (laughs) had more than one million followers on the Chinese internet, (laughs) according to the Telegram. They have a separate internet? Sounds very suspicious. Um. The Chinese internet. Is the name of their currency Yao Ming? (laughs) No, it's called the Renminbi. That's We've why it's worthless. Never guess that. Nothing is valuable. It kind of it kind of is worthless. It says it's worth <clears throat> one Renminbi is worth about 15 cents. Is the actual title the Renminbi or is it just Renminbi? Renminbi. Renminbi. Is worth one Renminbi is worth about 15 cents or about 1 1 millionth of a bitcoin. Oh god. <laughs> I was going to say, because if they actually refer to it as the, like nothing is valuable that starts with the other than the rock. Indeed. But this guy, yeah, man, look at that picture. Like he, that's a dude. They, I, I looked at him. I, I can't even explain to you. I can like barely a, even look at that picture, much less imagine doing something like that. It's like a 70 story building. And he's standing on top of the, you know, the tower that they build on top of it to be able to say that it's a, hundred story building yeah when like the top 300 feet or just a big antenna yeah <laughs> it's just a big abaca tribute <laughs> well too bad for this guy did you uh read the details of his what happened with his death i mean obviously he fell but he was doing a bit where he was 62nd floor story whatever and he climbed 
out where he's just holding on, like with just just both hands, like fingertips or whatever. Okay. And he was just gonna. So he holds himself, take a picture, you know, from whatever angle you can, the picture where you can look straight down, that type of thing. And then he's going to pull himself back up. And there's video of this, which I don't know if it's actually out there. Maybe out it's there. on the Chinese internet. It's probably on the Chinese internet. But he starts to pull back up. He doesn't quite have enough strength to do it. And he kind of wobbles and struggles. And then he just, there he goes. Oh. Now, this is probably going to be insensitive. Probably. But I was a little disappointed to find out that he only fell 45 feet onto a terrace. Because I assume like... So how is the 60 second... Oh, because it was a terrace. Yeah. I got you. I was kind of assuming like, oh my God. He flew. He fell 62 stories. Yeah, he fell 62 stories. I mean, he fell basically just off of your house. He just landed wrong. So they had a weight bench. Sir, I live in a yurt. (laughs) I don't have this house that you speak of. You must be confusing it with your mansion. No, no, not at all. You don't even need a ladder to put Christmas lights on all those all those granite countertops and hardwood floors. And I live in a tiny house. There's barely room to do anything. Shiplap. I don't know what that is. It's wood. Oh, okay. Did, did I tell you I didn't get to meet those people, but I was like five feet away from them at the NASCAR race? From Chip and JoJo? Yeah. Was she there? Yeah. How's that uh, looking? She oh, she didn't want to be there. It was pretty obvious. Oh, really? Yeah, so like I got to stand Show next to her. Show lap. Okay, and, and that'll and be used in the trial against <laughs> Point Break Dave. In this day and age, yeah. I don't feel comfortable, whether it's our internet or the Chinese internet, Acknowledging that statement. You know, Corby was doing the Salma Hayek story today. Like she wrote that op-ed about Weinstein. Yes. So he, he, he's being liberal, conservative Corby. So this is how he, he's trying to be like hashtag me too. He introduces the story is, so Salma Hayek wrote an op-ed in the New York Times. You know, honestly, in the last two decades, she's probably the hottest actress. <laughs> Seriously, he said that and was yeah. saying it like not doing a bit. And I'm yeah. like... Are you that dumb? You're 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 here professing all of your solidarity with women, and then you introduce who she is by saying she's one of the hottest women in Hollywood, which is exactly what they don't want you to do. She uh, just like randomly breastfed like a homeless Syrian a couple of years ago, I think. <laughs> so JoJo did that? No, Selma Hayek. Oh, how's JoJo looking? She looked like a very <clears throat> lovely woman. Who did not want to be in a NASCAR race? Which was probably, I, you that probably ruined it a lot for of you, that. didn't it, Glenn? What? That ruined it for you. You're like, if she's not into NASCAR. Then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have much use. Uh, yeah, they were like the... Grand Marshals. Yeah, Grand Marshals for the, for the race. Well, it was like the Duck Dynasty people were the last time I was oh out there. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Willie Robertson. So the drivers were all introduced, and they walked down, and we were staying on that kind of, you know, that walkway or whatever, and Chip and JoJo. JoJo, right? Oh, yes. Don't act, don't act like you don't know private browsing. I don't know what Shiplap is. I don't know what JoJo is. Oh, you know Unless what he played for the Celtics in the 60s. But they, yeah, they walked down. I almost said something. They walked down, and Chip was very cordial, like talking to people and taking pictures or whatever. She just kind of walked down and stood and kind of had failed smile and had her hands in her pockets. And that was... 
was basically and so my, did you. <laughs> that was that was my JoJo story. No, I don't watch that show. I don't watch any of that stuff. I don't know how to f- fix, renovate. Oh, why would I have any interest? No, you in tried that? to fix your garage door. Yeah, it's still. It ended up a, punching a wall. Still kind of a work in progress. We're not really using the garage door right now. Oh, really? So that repair didn't. Uh, that's too bad. Uh, it can probably be fixed. I just haven't really got around to it. So that's phase one. Phase two is maybe. I know. I know a guy. Did you fix that fist hole in the wall? No, I haven't fixed anything that I've fisted lately. <laughs> but I know a guy who works in the garage door industry. Could probably have him come out and look at it. Wow. Phase three would be write a check and forget my problems for hopefully a a decade plus. At least. So, speaking of uh, forgetting all my problems, by the time that this episode 6-8 airs to uh, all the internets around the world, I'll be south of the border. I'll be rolling with the Zetas. Wow. Headed Mexico away for a little trip. Wow. You guys been there lately? I don't go there. I don't believe in going there. That's offensive. Have you ever seen the movie Man on Fire with Denzel Washington? <clears throat> I wish I had more time to watch it more often. That whole movie kind of freaked me out on Mexico entirely. Just the fact that there's people down there at all times looking to kidnap you, hold you for ransom. That's like in Mexico City and... Is that where it was actually based was Mexico yeah, City? Mexico yeah, Mexico City, yeah. Tommy doesn't that's do... In like the, Tommy doesn't do well with movies... Minorities. ...that have to do what? with opulent people getting mistreated. It's too close to home. Yeah, if they ever made a movie where they, like, kidnap somebody from a country club, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> I have to go into therapy. You don't go outside anymore. So we're staying at we're staying at the Comfort Inn. It's Sandals. No, we're staying at what resort is in the title. And so the wife and I have not taken a trip like this since before we back when we didn't have any kids. A boning trip? So actually we got separate rooms. So <laughs> yeah, that'll probably happen, but we have separate rooms. No, the room that we have, get this. It has like a balcony area, like ocean front. A terrace. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Watch out. I've been looking up for woo the whole time. Woo. <laughs> uh, it has like a balcony area. And then, so if one part of it is your normal. It's got like, you know, a lounge chair or two out there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then like the balcony, the pure balcony is like there's a in small infinity pool outside of every room. How about that? Wow. I'm actually halfway impressed by that. This is when we found... We used a travel agent. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And they, they found this place, and then Did, we had a, a certain budget. Let's just say it was below $100,000. <laughs> but not by much. How much of the budget went to traveling back in time and finding a travel agent? <laughs> We actually knew somebody from a uh, a friend that had used them, and and I figured is that it, your friend that has the sex parties? Uh, no, it's a friend that used to be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Interesting. 
a whole separate episode. Hey, we now, with our mixer, we have the opportunity to have guests. <clears throat> and the last time I went to Mexico was for her destination wedding three years ago. Came back perfectly fine. No Burger King-like after effects or anything. Nothing nothing going on in the GI track that was... No, my head was attached. I hadn't <laughs> dug my own grave. Other than metaphorically, every day in life. <laughs> How's yeah, the food? Oh, my God. Gosh, it was great. Just ranch on the side of everything. They actually had one of those Just unlimited ranch. You know, whatever. It's kind of like the a pollo burger. <laughs> Too soon. Um, Too soon. At this other place, they had it was basically like a fogo de chow. It was just a meat factory. One of those. How <laughs> about your room's going to be for the next <laughs> week? You know. Uh, <laughs> I got to look at the Cowboys' travel schedule. Fortunately, they don't have a bye week. And nobody be traveling down. You might past run into Zeke down there, though. No, he'll be. We'll actually be. No, 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 no. That's right. He'll still still have a little bit of time off. So he, if he's there that weekend, I'll have to have to be on guard. Yeah. For, for Zeke showing up. <laughs> so yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a nice, relaxing little venture. So how are you getting there? Are you driving the... Driving. Driving the Silverado down there? <laughs> no, we're going to take... Straight through the wall like Kool-Aid <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to take an airplane. We're not going to take the private jet this time. So hey, we'll go you fly into what city? Uh, going to Cancun. So you fly into Cancun? Yeah. And then how do you get... From the airport to your hotel without getting kidnapped. We have to take some sort of bus. Seems a little sketchy. I know. that The last time I went, that was the only time I was kind of nervous. But uh, you know what? And this is how haughty I am. I don't re- even remember the, the part of Mexico we went to last time. I was just kind of along for the ride. Like you don't remember the city? No. Like if you put but it a, wasn't Cancun. I don't think it was. Okay. But if you put a gun to my head right now, which I could do. Yeah, I agree. There's no way I would be taking a wild guess. Interesting. I have no idea where I went. I just went because I'm going to a destination wedding and I'm traveling with the wife. So the best transportation you could arrange from the airport was a bus. You couldn't nah, do better it's not than like that. a public bus. It's like, you know, associated with you know, the travel agency, there's like a transportation company. They even warn you not to get a cab, right? Not to get a cab. And also when you exit the plane, the terminal, you get your baggage, you're going to walk out and there's going to be these guys that are going to kind of say, Hey, we can take you to whatever place. And they more or less can, but they're also trying to sell you on like timeshare offers and stuff like that. So you got to go all the way outside and it, it's, it's very much like uh, you've seen the original La- National Lampoon's Vacation, right? Yeah. Where Chevy Chase a- asks for directions and the guy tells him, I'm not even from here. You look for my cousin. He's in a Torino with no <laughs> wheels on it. So they tell you, you look for these guys with this particular company that'll have it. It's on their shirt and they'll be they'll have teal shirts on with white pants. So that's what you're looking for. And those are the right guys to talk to. They get you on the right 
vehicle and they take you to the to the resort which i i will be there for x number of days and i will not leave the resort the whole time but this is why i don't go to mexico right so you could go to the florida keys you could go to california and when you land at the airport they don't say oh hey don't take a cab don't take an uber because those people are dishonest they're going to try to kill you and sell you a timeshare you have to look for some guy in teal pants that's why i don't go to mexico is that in the diarrhea? <laughs> my li- I like to live my life where it's just one step away from falling down on a terrace. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Wow. So will this be a trip that you could review when you get back, though, as far as how the transportation and oh, such went? Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Of course we'll have a full review. What airline are you taking there? I don't know. What? Just happened with Dave. Dave's he finished. Yeah, you you okay, Dave? <laughs> I was giving a preview of the review Glenn was gonna give us. Oh, okay. Man, that's that's offensive. It's, it's deep, but I uh, deep thoughts. Also, could be accurate, but um, yeah, we'll get a full review on what I am privileged enough to share. Looking forward to it. But you'll be back. Gosh, this runs real close to Christmas. Yeah, we won't miss any uh, any episodes. And you won't you won't uh, you won't miss Christmas Day in the states. No, I will be back. Okay, to celebrate the birth of our dear Lord in the country that He founded with Ben Franklin and the Kool Aid guy. I don't know. <laughs> we needed three. <laughs> So yeah, so that's a tease to, uh, I guess that'll be, god dang it. Yeah, what episode? I guess episode? that'll be episode 69, <laughs> Glenn's Travels in New Mexico in the Infinity Pool. Yeah, funny how that worked out. Man. It's like this whole thing has just been one big bit leading up to this. 69 episodes, 68 episodes leading to this bit. Man, it's just fate. It goes back to me being a prophet more than anything else. Is what I really want to uh, want to emphasize. Moment of Dude. silence for Wu. You got anything else in that run sheet? Um. So speaking of Wu, and falling off, however many however many feet it was down to a onto a terrace, how high up in the air? This has been a topic of conversation on a certain podcast that I listen to weekly, but how high up in the air could mankind have survived the fall off the hell in the cell? Like his fo- how how high up was the cell that night that he when he fell on the table? Do we know? It was it was twenty feet. Okay. Do you think he could have survived forty five feet? Yes or no? Like landing in the like through the one table, then concrete underneath. He lands this in the same place. No, way. no, he doesn't. No, no, he hearts out. I mean, that fall messed him up pretty bad. Like it, yeah, jacked the up feet, a kidney. And yeah, he was not doing very well after the twenty footer. Why didn't he just roll when he hit the ground? Isn't that the key? Well, he like if you, you watch think it, he rolled? hits the table, and then they have like the metal like barricades to keep the crowd back. Like he hit that after he it's, went off the table. And so that wasn't – was that scripted or did they just decide – who was it him and the Undertaker? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
it was scripted, but very few people knew about it. And it was one of those things where it never been done. And basically every time they've done it since, like they've had uh, crash pads under the table, mm, which are okay. kind of like the stuntman things. But uh, Mick Foley wanted, wanted to do it for real. He was very into the, it needs to look like it wasn't supposed to happen. And he's yeah, he, he's nuts, man. Well, I heard an interview with Jim Ross this week. And he's, Good old JR. He stated that he had no idea what was coming. That jives with the story I've heard about it. Yeah. If you watch, because he hits the Spanish announce table, and those guys... Whoa, whoa, hold were, on. How Spanish? Like Cancun Spanish or... Mexico City Spanish. Or like Lionel Messi Spanish. Mexico City Spanish. Mexico City Spanish. So man on fire Spanish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Did they kidnap mankind after we fell through the table? <laughs> and Jim Ross is like, by God, they're taking him out they of here. He killed him. He kidnapped him. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> they threw a couple of Bitcoin down. They're like, that's not worth anything. Just sweep that Throw up. those away. Yeah. Wow. Well, we killed Wu and we killed Mexico. Uh, do we have any other segments to kill? What kind of time are we looking at? I don't know what time that is that's on your screen. Yeah, the time got did get messed up. No, we're know. like 45 minutes. I think this might be a... Uh, so that's roughly eight times up. longer than episode 66. Yeah. So that's pretty good. I think we're doing quite well. Yeah. I think we can all look forward to... A very detailed and disturbing review of said vacation in Ep 69. <laughs> <laughs>